0: following is an exclusive presentation of news radio kman your home for k state athletics it's game time this is the game on news radio kman
1: i swear i cannot figure out this K State offense one week i gloat about them they're supposed to score 40 on tulane and then I'm expecting like 17 points against <laughs> Oklahoma, and they go and score 41.
2: Uh, no matter what, keep me guessing, cats, because that was amazing. Well,
1: let me put it this way though. Would I rather have the 41-34 win over Tulane, or would I rather have it against Oklahoma? Oklahoma. Oklahoma. I'm oh, over dude. the I'm over the Tulane mess. I really am. I'm over it. I think it. Who was it? Was it Kobe Savage that called it a fluke? I yeah. think maybe it was yeah. him in post game. Maybe it truly was. Maybe it's just an overall just a truly bad day for the offense. Give credit to Tulane's defense. I don't know. I'm just absolutely thrilled that the K State offense, who I said last week shows, I said it multiple times. You know, we're asking for a lot to be corrected in one week. Holy yeah. smoke! And it yeah. wasn't like 100 percent corrected. Of course, you know it's Oklahoma. You know, that defensive front, those guys in the box, when they're bringing four or five every time, is is really good. Yeah. It's not going to be perfect, but, yeah. man, was it way better. Dude. It was so much better. So I'll just kick it off by saying happy 55th birth- birthday to Chris Kleiman. You couldn't have a game before your birthday be more fun, more nail-biting and more fun than what you just had against Oklahoma, upsetting the number six team in the country.
2: That's awesome. That's a heck of a belated birthday gift. Here you go, Cubs. before early, early, early. I mean, early birthday. Yeah, birth. Well, the belated
1: birthday gift will be beating Texas Tech. <laughs> which, by the way, uh, the Red Raiders I just saw this, I didn't realize until about 10 minutes ago, I told Troy, I was like, Texas Tech is about to play their fourth straight mm-hmm. top 25 opponent. Wow.
2: I didn't even think about yeah, that.
1: Because Houston, Houston was still ranked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. NC State, I th- yeah, they're, they're still ranked. They're like yeah, top 10. Top 10, yeah. top 10 down in the country. With, they lost what, by a couple plenty scores.
0: Plenty of questions regarding the strength of schedule, but yes.
1: Well, we're only on until uh, 5 o'clock today because the Royals are coming up at 5. Do,
0: last, hey, last time we get shortened by Royals baseball. Does Do they flex college games? There's no way that
2: the Texas Tech-KC State game stays on just streaming. No, right? it is. No,
0: It's dead wow. there. Yeah,
2: that's crazy. That's crazy talk,
0: man. Um, It got brought up actually in the press conference today, and you know, coaches got the right outlook at least, and that is, I can't change it. I can't do anything about it. We're gonna play them when we play them.
1: Well, and prior to K State playing Oklahoma, Texas Tech playing Texas. I mean, these were you're talking two different narratives at that point because Texas Tech was coming off that pretty disappointing loss where you. You maybe felt like you maybe had a shot Absolutely. in Raleigh, North Carolina, and K-State just blew it offensively against Tulane. It was different at the time.
0: And the other thing at play here is that the networks only have so many opportunities to put that six-day hold on. What oh, is yeah. it, twice, three times a year? And they used one right. already on this weekend Right. for what they were setting for. They just would have been much better off had they— Gone ahead and saved all of the conference games back before setting the K State Texas Tech one.
2: Yeah, and you know them ESPN, uh, you know, actively trying to destroy us is you know right a whole nother thing. God dang it! Whatever though, that's gonna be a great game. Yeah, that's Coach Clive such a good game. Coach Clive
1: said just basically, oh well, 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 I mean we'll play wherever they put yeah, us. You, you know, it's care. a very coach answer, but yeah. I, I'm. I'm I'm with you. I think it's lame at this point that this game's going to be online only 11 a.m. Which, by the way, that since it is 11 a.m. or since it is ESPN Plus and K-State is hosting the game, that means K-State gets to pick when the game kicks. And, Ooh, you know, that's a lot less time staying in a hotel room mm-hmm. if you were instead kicking off at six o'clock that's or seven true.
0: o'clock. Oh, one of the one of the worst things about doing conference Saturday road trips drove me batty because you're sitting around all afternoon itching to get out there and, and get to the stadium and, and get everything put together, and then you're still waiting, and you're waiting, and you're watching everybody else play, and it, it drains you, it dra- especially when you spent the night, the previous night in the hotel. right
1: Yeah, you can't yeah. wait to get to the stadium. Then yeah. you you're antsy. And then you're late.
0: For- <laughs> oh, no! There's only so many walks you can go on. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. Now, K-State fans, this is really cool news. I'm sure Coach Kleiman would be just elated to hear this news that K-State Athletics sent an email out. It's actually K-State Football sent an email out to everybody uh, because I I not only get emails as a member of the media, but I also just get emails as a fan because I think I bought tickets one time online, so I get just every email about tickets. And that is there are now limited tickets remaining for every home game the rest of the way. And we're talking less than 1000 for three of the four. So right now, according to this email that was sent out at noon, there are fewer than 750 left for Texas Tech, fewer than 600 for Oklahoma State on October 29th, fewer than 1,500 for the Texas game November 5th, and there's less than 250 tickets remaining for KU on November 26th. Wow. So what we're saying is K-State's going to sell out all seven home games this year. Yeah. And if you want tickets – Go get them now. Mm. I mean, this isn't a joke. This isn't some marketing ploy here no. or K-State paying us to advertise for them. I'm just putting the warning out there yeah. that if you snooze, you're, lo- you're going right. to probably have to go to a secondary site and pay a little bit more money for a ticket. And I know K-State has that deal going on right now. You can get like a ticket to each game for like 100 bucks or something like that. Money. Dude, 99
2: yeah. bucks for four games? Dude, that's a great deal, man. That's awesome.
1: Chris Kleiman had his uh, press conference earlier today. I suppose we can play uh, a few clips from that earlier today. Now, there were a couple of questions that was brought up about blocking. I I really stressed that last week where the blocking just – I think it was a bit uh, – it was underwhelming. I mean, for sure, it was not good enough against Tulane. It just seemed like a mess at times. There was always a mistake being made. But blocking, according to Coach Kleiman, and tempo is – Huge, was huge, leading to their success against Oklahoma.
3: ID'd guys better with a lot of stunts and movements that teams have done to us Um, and you can ID guys uh, and you either sustain them or you fall off of blocks and I thought we did a really good job of sustaining blocks and not falling off of them and I know helped us in the run game is the amount of tempo that Colin ran. We believed that they were going to wait to see what we lined up in and I think we caught him a few times that gave us some second and shorts or got us a first down simply by going fast.
1: Also Just who's been absolutely a stud helping out with the pass blocking. I mean, Deuce Vaughn. He has been crucial in that area.
3: He's been really good. He's he's worked at it as far as the mental side of knowing who he has, and he's standing up and, and stoning some guys. He's a, he's a really strong kid, and sometimes you don't realize how strong he is when you're coming at him full speed. He plays with good pad level and with a good base, and he delivers a blow. He doesn't catch it. I think that's the big thing from a pass protection is uh, as a running back, you don't want to catch it. You want to deliver the blow, and he's stepped up and made some really nice blocks.
1: Now I thought this was a good question from Kellis robinette um earlier today he brought up the tempo of texas tech and i'll I'll, I'll give you a a nugget on that here in just a moment but we've always known for a long time i mean going back to mike leach that texas tech's tempo uh not many can touch it and now with joey mcguire i mean it's fast so does k-state how do they game plan against that with their own offense because if you're going tempo all game as well, it's gonna be a quick game, right? Do you try to slow it down or you keep the tempo going, keep with the same strategy you have been through the first four games of this season? Yours coach.
3: In the past, I'd have said we had to probably slow it down. But for our off- offense to be successful, they need to be in rhythm. And the one way you get in rhythm is by going faster. And, and we were able to slow it down when we needed to. I think CK had a great plan of when to go fast and when to slow it down. We have to continue to mix that up.
1: So now here is how fast Texas Tech's offense is. They are the fastest in the country. They run an average of 94 plays a game. Now, I don't have a stopwatch to tell you exactly how fast, like on average, how fast they're snapping the football. I saw a couple of times against Texas where they, they had to have snapped it within 12 seconds of the play dying. It may be, some of them may have even been quicker than that, and they can certainly be quicker than that. But that is the fastest in the country when it comes to plays per game. And they have been successful with their speed. I mean, Coach Kleiman mentioned it at, um, at the press conference today. You know, they're going to want to defensively with Coach Klaneman, you know, mix up the looks. But because of how fast Texas Tech goes, it's hard to mix it up because you're not, you can't get the signals in fast enough. And you're going to have to skip it once in a while and hope that Texas Tech doesn't take advantage of that. But Texas Tech's 94 plays per game. That's most, like I said, in the country. Second best in the Big 12 is Oklahoma State at 79 a game.
0: Here's the interesting part of it. If you go back and look at their numbers against Texas, beyond what they ran in terms of number of plays, they also held onto the ball longer than Texas did. So for their speed of their offense, they still also controlled the ball better than what UT did. 36 minutes. Wow. Thirty six thirty six to twenty four minutes. So a whole nother twelve minutes of playing tempo football on top of
1: what Texas had. Wow. Well and Coach mentioned today that he felt that the tempo mixed with actually just picking up third downs was just crucial in them of course just holding on to the football. But Coach Minch, he's been mentioning since day one what is so important with winning football games is just time of possession. And K State converting, what, eight third downs mm-hmm. against Oklahoma? They are about 50 50 on third down. I mean, when you add all that up, there's your success right there.
2: Yeah. And we, so, the, what was the score between Texas and Texas Tech? 37
1: 34.
2: So, that's just a lot of big plays given up, though, against Texas. Right. And if they only had the ball for 24 minutes and scored 34 points yes that's a lot of like a big plays then
0: it just did a quick bit of math by the way you asked about how how many seconds between plays I've got it roughly at 23 seconds per play Ooh. if you just go the 95 plays that they ran in the 36 minutes okay All so right. just a just a you know, offhand, quick well, look at it. I,
1: but. I hope Ryan – I'm going to talk to Ryan Hyatt uh, after the show, and I'll you know, play it on Wednesday back for you. I'm going to ask him, like, you know, what is the average time – if he knows what the average time is of Texas Tech snapping the football. Like, how early in the play clock is that taking place uh, on average? Uh, let's see here. Uh, did also get an injury update. I didn't realize uh, Andrew gang. Was banged up, but learned that here today. Drake Cheatham did look banged up in the Oklahoma game. Looked like he may have been concussed. Mm -hmm. And then Nate Matlack, we saw him play just a couple of plays. Here's an
3: update. Andrew is still out indefinitely. We're trying to learn more from the docs. I really can't get into what it is, but we're trying to learn more this week. I can't tell you if he'll be available. We're still waiting on some more appointments and tests uh, for him. Drake will be fine. Nate played just a couple of plays on Saturday and couldn't be effective the way that Nate feels like he can be. And I think that helped us because we were smart enough, uh, athletic training staff, to shut him down. So I think it'll help him this week be more healthy.
1: Yeah, so there you go. Mostly good news. But Andrew Lane gang. I mean, the more he's out, the the less you have of depth. And the depth is already limited there on the offensive line, especially we were seeing, I mean, we saw Cooper Beebe cramping. And he had to come out of the game for an extended period of time. He had to take the Deuce Vaughn play and go back to the locker room and get an IV so he could come back out and and play some football, which uh, shout-out to Wamego, Kansas, and Dawson Delforge, who I thought did a pretty good job of filling there on the left side of that line uh, where they absolutely needed him to step up, and I thought he did a a pretty good job. Now, to wrap up here – I'm sure everybody – it's been talked about a lot since the end of the game. And that was when Oklahoma was on offense. They were going to go for it on fourth down. And they decided – and we're talking, you know, I I can't remember where where it was, like five or ten yards into K-State territory. And it was like a fourth and four. I don't remember the exact details. But they were going to go for it. They set it up on a third down run, so they would go on fourth down for fourth and short. And with like 20 seconds on the play clock, Brent Venables decides to sub – well, the there's a rule where if you're gonna sub the referee's gonna step over towards the uh, the center, say, Hold up, we gotta let the uh, gotta let the defense sub if they choose to do so. Well they decide to run somebody and I'll let I'll let Coach Kleiman here tell the story of, of what happened.
3: If you substitute, you have time to match that substitution, and we knew it was a critical situation, and they substituted late, and I screamed in the headset, send somebody, send somebody, and Buddy did the perfect thing and sent a defensive end for a defensive end, and those kids don't run 4-4, so it's going to take them a little while to get out there and then take them a while to get back, and then I think they substituted again another guy. It was a benefit for us, and we're fortunate because it it worked out. I think they had a delay on on that time, and yeah, we worked on that
1: and two bowhead moves by Oklahoma in my opinion just you decide to sub with 20 or 19 seconds left on the play clock coach Kleiman, that's not the first time they've done that they've done it many times in the coach Kleiman tenure of those late substitutions to really let that uh that play clock get to short time but also when the referee moved away from the center there was maybe five seconds on that play clock and Brent Venable still allowed his offense to try to snap that football instead of taking a timeout mm-hmm and that resulted in a delay a game, backed him up five yards, and then at that point you're like, well, that's a big risk if we decide to go for it, so we punted away, and he gave the ball back to K-State. I mean, I will say that the defense at times, they needed some luck on their side. Oklahoma did shoot themselves, though, in the foot multiple times with some penalties. Delay a game, false starts, that took him out of a drive. So that, that was, I thought, excellent coaching. That's excellent coaching for those details. Use the rules in your favor to gain that sort of advantage. Mm-hmm.
0: Until, until I'm sorry, that's all right. Until someone decides, uh, in the midst of the game, to hey ref, they're not fast enough. <laughs> I think it's, doesn't it doesn't matter. You can well, take as I much time it, as you want. I understand. I'm just saying, just wait because now it's well, going to be yeah. watched closely. W-
1: when Bean was jogging out the field, I thought he was going too fast. Me
0: too.
2: I thought that's I go way easy. Act like you drop something, you know. <laughs> like this, like for me, it's also like not every game you win is going to be sixty-six to nothing where you do everything perfect. Sometimes you need stroke of luck. Sometimes you need the ball to just bounce your way. And they, K State took advantage of those situations. And when they needed to step up, Oklahoma wasn't able to. They weren't. They weren't sharp enough. They weren't ready for that moment. And that, that's that's why I think high like. Like, high-level head coaches are psychos because they have to worry about every single thing. And they have to be ready for every single situation during the game, off the field, recruiting-wise. Everything they have to worry about. And I think it was Brett Venable's first time really going, man, this is hard. This is not—you just don't roll them out and play. You have to worry about little things like that. Chris Kleiman and and Co. were ready for that situation. (laughs)
1: Stuff of Bean, like, drops his yeah. drops his mouthpiece. Yeah. And he's, like, trying to pick it up. Oh, he's kicking it all Fall over. Oh, a God. Bit, and, or, like, right.
2: triple up Oh, boy. You know, do something. Don't go so it's fast. It's
1: celebrity out here. here it's
2: serious. I thought, also, am I the only one? Dylan Gabriel's kind of a little... Turd. man I'm. I, I just
1: don't. Well, what are you kidding. talking about? If
0: you think he's a little turd, what do you think that the yell leader on the sideline is? Oh
2: my god, that guy was hilarious. That guy was really <laughs> funny. I just felt like Dylan Gabriel seemed like he was talking a lot of trash. And oh, being, I guess
1: I didn't catch that. Yeah,
2: I thought he was kind of being like snotty. I don't know. Our guy just kind of laughs and goes whatever and runs back to the thing. I like that. But the yell leader dude, I, I man. I want to find out who this kid is. He's a little too into it.
0: Yeah, he got himself a little sideways, not just with AM.
1: Uh, well, yeah, well, we won't talk about that, though. That oh. was, uh, I think that was an yeah, off-the-record I know. discussion.
0: It's just rather humorous that he didn't know when to stop. Oh, wow.
1: But uh, I guess Adrian was asked about that. Yeah, uh, yes. He did address it a little bit. You're not going to hear much dialogue about it, but... Uh, 9 a.m. did speak about that. Plus, are we going to start seeing some bowing uh, merch out there? There was a whole bunch of stuff that Adrian Martinez did uh, address with the media earlier today. We'll hear that interview up next on The Game. (laughs) We will hear from Adrian Martinez in just a moment. Back to the game with Mitch Troy, DG, uh, Big Steve, who's now our one-winged angel over there. Yep, one Uh, arm.
4: Are you okay? I am. I can't use my arm for at least a week,
1: though. Right arm, too. You're a righty? Yeah,
4: I'm right arm dominant. I actually had to trade vehicles with my mother-in-law because I drive stick. <laughs> and I can't drive stick if I'm not allowed to use my oh, arm. Oh, you poor thing. Oh, yeah, I know. Stinks. So now I've got a pickup truck that I get to drive for a week.
2: Right on, right so
4: on. Someone
0: dove hunting winged you? i guess (laughs) that's the theory i'm going with i got shot what happened you sleep wrong no i was shot thank you
4: so do you want the cool answer of what happened or do you want the actual answer actual
1: well actual we'll see how cool it is
4: okay so the actual answer is i have no clue what actually injured me uh i basically about two or three weeks ago woke up with some dull pain very pinpoint wasn't moving around thought nothing of it It was like oh i slept on it wrong whatever cool and then yesterday, I was running in focus during the morning, reached across to go touch something on the touchscreen, felt like a pop sensation, and then started sobbing because of how much pain I was in. Whoa. After that, I went to KSTAT. They took some x rays and they're like, well, the bone looks fine. We're going to send it to some more specialists just to make sure there's not like a hairline fracture. But what's probably going on is you have two sets of muscles in there you have your actual bicep and then one that goes around the bone. They're thinking the one around the bone is pulling or tearing in parts right in that section. It doesn't feel nice. Ouch. And they say if it doesn't get better in a week, then they will get me a referral to
1: go to an orthopedic specialist to go get it looked at. DG, where does that fit on the cool scale? One
4: to
1: ten. Three. three. That's what I was thinking. See, the cool
4: answer was, man, I was out in the streets and I got beat up, but I beat them back real hard, you know. Nine. That's nine.
2: I, <laughs> That's a nine. I go. Whoa, wow.
4: We'll go with that one. That you one sounds. You beat up cooler.
2: a gang of, of of thugs. Exactly. Yeah.
4: He, he beat
0: up. I was folks. defending the innocent. He yeah. was. He he got beat up trying to defend the stage at the hat. Oh
1: yeah. Okay. There you go. Yeah. To yeah. See, yeah, they, yeah see that. Thanks. that would much
0: work <laughs> much better than. Hey, sometimes I work security over there, so that makes sense. Just just the fact that you know, ever since wait, wait, you wait, turned twenty five, your body has gone <laughs> to pot.
1: I mean. What kind of operation is this? They have the sound guy who is a butt twenty five soaking wet, running some buck security.
2: Buck forty five. Hey, shout out to Ryan down there. We need to get some. we uh, <laughs> you to get some more beef uh, in on the uh, the front door, man. You so that's enough. That's a really good one. You could say there were these guys getting rowdy at the hat. And I saw it and I go, Hey man, you guys need to cool it and a guy pulled the knife and cut my yeah, bicep. There you go. That's what we'll go with. That's just say so you sort of cut your bicep. Well
1: like, that used to happen in action movies all the time where oh, like yeah. the dude just the heel like just slice it, like just Recklessly, just throws a knife out there, trying yeah. to cut him, and you see the, the the shirt is cut. Yeah! On the arm, yeah, and there's, there's some blood. See,
4: see, what's funny about that is in movies, uh, it looks call. so deep, like because of how much blood they put, it's like if you had to cut that deep, you are not doing anything. Yeah. Like, at
2: that point, that's all muscle and that you just people, slice. People don't just, like, pull a knife out and when you go, hey, stop doing that. They don't go, what? Oh, and bust oh yeah, out here's my knife. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Normally, it well, takes a little more. And but. in the action movies, the guy that gets cut, he's like, just looks at it. Yeah. goes, like, you son of a. And they, like, gets. Back exactly. into the fight. Mm-hmm. Realistically, it's like, I, oh god, my god, right. god that, that hurts. You, cut you, me. you jerk. In this it's shirt, like, it's my it's
4: like Monty Python. Got oh,
0: for me. Tis only a flesh wound. Yes. Oh dang. I guess the uh, hurricane, by the way, means business. Apparently, yeah. Waffle House in Tampa and St. Pete is closing.
4: Oh. Okay, so uh, if anybody's you listening suck. online in uh,
1: Tampa, <laughs> get out. <laughs>
2: That's right.
1: The Waffle House gonna, is the, closed. The good it's old doomed. The Waffle House index <laughs> playing a role here. Well, and they're probably going to move the Chiefs. Bucks game. Uh-huh. Yeah, yes. likely. Uh,
0: Minnesota or New Orleans have open stadiums this weekend because they're playing overseas. Hmm. So that would be the possibility, at least, that was floated uh, in early discussions yesterday.
2: Let's just get crazy, you know, and just go overseas, too. You know what I mean? Like, let's go to Singapore. Let's play it, baby.
0: I uh, I, I think some Ops guys in Kansas City would like to have a word with you oh, at that point. Oh, Let's get to Adrian Martinez. Wait, wait, wait. What, dude, what, what, what? Sorry, I'm so sorry. I, I feel like I need to. Yes, we own
2: track of this. Are we going to do 9 a.m. or are we going to do A.M. 9?
1: Oh, it's 9 a.m. Okay. I okay. mean, Adrian sells his own merch he that does. says 9 a.m. on it. That's right.
2: Okay, thank you. I put that out on Twitter and got a lot more responses.
1: Well, then I start thinking about is this a nickname he made up himself? And yeah, yeah. Ooh. Now that's not as cool. Like, no, it was I, Big Steve. Big Steve. Okay, nice. <laughs> Well, no, first it was a.m. 9, and that's when Adrian just basically busted Big Steve's arm out of his socket Yep, and said it's 9 a.m. The truth finally came out. I wish it wouldn't have gotten that far. but
2: Big Steve, that's embarrassing.
4: It's a man thing, you know?
1: Let's get to uh, Adrian Martinez, who had plenty to say about the win against Oklahoma. How'd
5: the body feel about Sunday morning? Better after a win. Always does, right? So, you know, you get a little banged up, but that's part of it. I gotta
2: ask you, what did the yell leader say to you
5: after the run? Did the who?
3: Yell leader from Oklahoma say to you?
5: <laughs> uh, I don't even know. I could just tell by his body language he was saying something reckless. So, <laughs> it's like, all right, whatever. The game's almost over now, so. And is the
2: 9 a.m. Bowie merchandise available yet?
5: <laughs> no, no. It, I'm not currently working on that. Currently working on some Texas Tech stuff. But hey, if someone puts it together, that'd be sweet.
2: On the
1: 55-yard run, were you manipulating number five with your
5: eyes? What's your read on that play? Yeah, so identifying man coverage uh, post-snap. I was more trying to manipulate him to throw a a seam ball, ideally, um, but how it worked out helped me with the run. You know, I wouldn't say it was for the purpose of the run.
4: On a play like that, how do you balance when when you give up on finding a receiver and just take off, uh, you know, versus how long do you wait to see if anybody gets open?
5: Yeah, you know, as we've said in some previous weeks, it's, it's all about finding that line between making plays and, and making the smart play. Yeah. So it's kind of instinctual at that yeah. point and given the situation, third and 16, getting yards regardless would have been a good play for us. Pretty Adrian, pretty your, your line played receiver,
3: really well through the game, but so, uh, watching that
2: 55-yard run, you had yeah,
3: five defenders coming turn, at you and uh, five linemen, and they gave the you
5: hard enough hard time to evaluate to the situation and, uh, and go untouched. Better. I think it's the little things that are little overlooked. The line played great all night. They gave Deuce and I running lanes. They held up really strong all night against random pressures. Um, A really good front in Oklahoma. Um, those guys deserve all the credit in the world, and they were able to bounce back. We all had a tough game the week before, and we bounced back, stayed confident, and, and that group really proved themselves.
1: How much does it mean to Adrian Martinez to hear? Throughout the week, we trust in our quarterback, and we know we trust in his skills.
5: That vote of confidence was big for me. Being able to be... Honest and kind of install confidence at the same time, I think is pretty awesome. Coach Kleiman and Coach Klein as well, because they challenged me, you know, and I felt like I needed that. And uh, that vote of confidence was huge, not only from them, but from my teammates. And I felt that throughout the week. What details did
4: you hear from after
5: A lot, yeah, a lot. My, my phone blew up, and it's always cool to to get that kind of support, and I was definitely appreciative of, of all the people that reached out to me.
4: On your first touchdown run in the fourth quarter, when you we had the, the, the fake handoff to Deuce, he goes left and you go right, how did oh, yeah, you sell the fake
5: You know, I think it's natural because I, I could have handed it to him too. So it wasn't necessarily a, a just quarterback run all the way. It could have gone to Deuce as well, and I think that's what makes it tough for defenses because they're going to have to pick one or the other. And um, sometimes I'll give it to Deuce, sometimes I'll keep it. And defenders have to react one way or the other. Well cannot be right. It's rare. It's cool. It's very cool, but it doesn't mean a whole lot. It's it's temporary. You you have to prove it. And um, I think it, it's a cool thing for this team, but it's not what we're after. You know, there's still a lot on the horizon, and and we have an incredible opponent coming in here who's who's knocked off a, a ranked team before. So You've
4: been on this
1: stage before. At what point do you hit that reset button and move forward to the next week?
5: Yeah, uh, almost immediately. You try and enjoy that win, but. Playing in the Big 12, playing against a really good opponent this week, you have to be able to, to reset and focus on the next team. Because, look, if we're not prepared, they're going to beat us. Anybody can beat anybody any given Saturday, so we'll be ready.
4: Was your mindset totally different when you stepped on the field in Norman?
5: Uh, I wouldn't say totally different, but I felt like I really wanted to embrace the, the cut it loose and playing aggressive with an aggressive mindset. Um, said that early in the week, and I was really trying to embrace that throughout the week, and especially Saturday. Is
4: that still your mindset here yeah. going, going up against Texas State?
5: Absolutely. Um, it's just one game, you know, and uh, you have to be able to be consistent, and that's what I'm striving for. So want to continue to um, bring some of those things that helped our success last Saturday into this season this Saturday and moving forward. What stands
0: out with Texas Tech's defense as you prepare for them?
5: Yeah, they're a really lengthy group. They have a, a solid front, and uh, they play a little bit differently than what we've seen the last couple of weeks, so uh, it'll be a, a great challenge for us, and, and they've had some success. What
4: did your parents say you after seeing you live, live
5: for the first time? Challenge? Yeah, I mean, they were just... Just excited to be there. Really cool moment for me that it was the first game they came to. Happened to be probably the the best one of of my career so far. So um, really cool moment for us to share together. And just thankful I could go hug them after the game.
0: When was the last time that you hit that second gear to put you uh, loose for that 55-yarder?
5: Shoot. Earlier in the game, <laughs> you know, uh, those guys will make you run fast now. They, they had some speed in the secondary, so. Got some other people talked
4: about how neat they now. thought it was. The band was
1: waiting for you when you got home. Was that a yeah. cool
5: deal? Never experienced something like that in my life. You know, uh, I was a little shocked. I heard the noise. I was like, what? it's 2.45 in the morning, you know, like, what is that? And walking out, big crowd supporting us. I think it speaks to the pride that this place has and the true community that Kansas State is. So meant a lot to us. And some of them were in pajamas. I mean, I couldn't blame them. Like, they were just out there uh, loving the moment. So it made it even more special.
1: Okay, so that was a really awesome five minutes there from Adrian Martinez. But he had mentioned in one of the first questions he was asked there about the yell leader, who, like, was, was definitely chirping at him after his 55-yard run. And Adrian said, I, I don't know what he said. It just seemed like something reckless. I think he knows what he said. Yeah, he does. Because I, I, I was literally rewatching that play multiple times as you were hearing that interview with the media, and it looked like he had turned while giving the football to the referee and said something really quickly to that yell eater. And maybe it's something you can't repeat or something. I don't know to the media. It's just not smart to say, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just made a play. He, you know?
2: He's really uh, – he's a mature guy for his age. Like, he knows – that He could stoke the flames of this thing and make it worse, or he could just put it to bed and go, hey, You know what? I don't know. He was just talking, and I don't know. I'm moving on. The game's almost over. He got, he's really a mature kid. All of his, I've been so impressed. With him on his interviews and stuff. like Adrian Martinez is a mature kid. He's a good guy.
1: Well, we are off at 5 o'clock. What? Uh, because of the Royals. Yeah, the Royals play a game against Detroit. Mm-hmm. And pregame starts at 5 o'clock. I know we... That's not true. I, we talked to... I, I tried talking to the Royals radio network. I was saying, hey, uh, K-State just beat Oklahoma. We need our airtime. Yeah. But um, they're like, nope, we can't move it. So 5 o'clock pregame. 540 is first pitch against the Detroit Tigers. Uh, so when we come back... We're going to finish up the show with a little Ask Us Anything. Also, number one song of the day is next. What's wrong with me? Why do I feel like this? I'm going
2: crazy now. No more gas in the red. Can't even get started.
1: spotted. Yes, that's right. You're listening to Troy's Guilty Pleasure. <laughs> from 2008 Disturbia by Rihanna two weeks at number one now I argue that and she has said this before that it wasn't actually supposed to be Rihanna her real name is actually Rihanna Rihanna Mm -hmm. Riri and when I brought that up when John and Mason were still on the show oh my god they tried burying me it's like how dare you like, that's not true at all. But she said
4: it. Yeah, it, she has said it because on our sister station, imaging that where she's saying her own name, she says Rihanna. Yeah, yeah is she Rihanna. goes
1: by, it's supposed to be Rihanna, but yeah. I, it's maybe just one of those things, and I've gone through this with student athletes before, that maybe they do have a difficult name. So if you get close to it, they're like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Like, no, a- what is your name?
2: <laughs> they're like, I'm so used to it by now, man. You've, you caught me too late. If you caught me
1: as a four-year-old, but
2: it's Rihanna! But, nah, 20, 19 years old? I don't care.
1: Uh, yeah, and at the time, like, when she was becoming big, yeah, she was barely, <laughs> whatever, you know, 18, 19 years old. She's young. Singer, actress, businesswoman, and a very successful businesswoman from St. Michael, Barbados. The and the reason I decided to go with Rihanna today ooh, is I because... Know, ooh, I know, ooh, I know, I know. Yeah, she's going to be performing at Super Bowl 57.
2: Wow. And people are heated about that. I think it's going to rule.
1: It's heated because she refused to sing at a previous Super Bowl halftime show because of the NFL and what basically the reaction was to Colin Kaepernick.
2: Oh, I did not know that. I've done zero research. I just know people were like... That's just research. what I heard. I wow. Think, you know, and then everybody's
1: bringing up, well, what about, what is it now? You don't care about Colin Kaepernick anymore? And So oh. really,
0: in effect, what it all comes down to is it's a giant troll on the part of Rihanna's part at this point because not only that, but everybody thought they were getting Taylor Swift.
1: Which I'm glad they, they're they not getting Taylor Swift. I Nothing wrong with the person. I just can't stand her music.
0: Yeah, not cool at all. Oh, but, you know, there are plenty of people who would be upset that it's Rihanna and not Taylor oh, Swift. Oh yeah,
2: for sure, for
1: sure. And, well, listen, and,
0: and that's before you even get into the unseemly side of the web.
1: Well, and I'm not going there. <laughs> when it comes to sales and money, Rihanna is more successful than Taylor Swift. With sales of over 250 million records worldwide, Rihanna is the second best-selling female artist of all time in first place is Troy. Saline Dion. Way off Okay Madonna Yeah I, Madonna Madonna's yeah. number one Think about the longevity
2: That's true
1: uh, In 2022 So this year It was reported that she is the wealthiest female musician The wealthiest She Her net worth is 1.4 billion dollars Jeez
0: uh, Our friend Jazz pointed out yesterday morning, by the way She has no new music She hasn't released anything in six years so the question is what is she going to perform
1: at the Super Bowl? Well, she has been featured in songs about like yeah, maybe when it comes to albums she hasn't released anything in six years, but I don't know.
0: It just poses the question and as as Jazz noted, or is it just going to be a large Fenty ad?
2: Yes. Yes. You know what? She's smart
1: too for her age.
2: She's very mature for her age. She 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 understands. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is a commercial.
1: Time magazine had her as one of the 100 most influential people in the world in 2012 and 2018. Eight studio albums, 39 top 40 hits. This is her fourth of 14 number ones. So, 14 number ones, that is fourth all time. Wow. That is behind Elvis, Mariah Carey, Beatles, Rihanna. Rihanna,
2: and she's talented.
1: From the album Good Girl Gone Bad Reloaded, her third album. And the song is about, you know, being in a state of mental anguish, anxiety, and confusion. It was co-written by her boyfriend at the time, Chris Brown, who also contributed uh. some backing vocals. Yeah. Uh, that story did not have a ap- happy ending. Idiot. In an interview on Good Morning America, Rihanna said that this song is not necessarily about anything specific or a personal experience she further explained that she wanted to record this song because she felt that listeners would be able to relate to the subject matter now there was this person back in the day from bbc music that claimed that this song you can um like almost perfectly match it up with with eiffel 65's blue From 1999.
2: Oh, wow. Like, it will match up with the beat and the chorus. Which is why the start,
1: it would, yeah. It matches up. Oh, it totally does.
2: I mean, but that song is, I mean, you know. That song is.
1: I'm blue, da ba dee ba If
2: I was green, I would die. Right? Yep. Something like that. Big Steve, do you like Rihanna? I mean, yeah. Hmm. You I look mad. Are
4: you just- No, it, I'm just the, vibing over here, dude. I thought it was a medication kicking. No, I'm in or also something. just in immense pain right now. <laughs> so. The pills are wearing off, alright? <laughs> oh god. I can feel things again and I don't like it.
1: Okay, time for a break. Ask to see anything next. And just, I was just no no I'm just kidding. I was just gonna see if you like quickly send us the break.
2: <laughs> wow.
1: Don't I wanted to see how fast the kid could move.
2: Now we're going to have both arms get all crushed. I mean, I'm down an arm. I'm moving pretty damn (laughs) quick
1: over here, all right? No, I do have a couple more things. So this song won the award for Best International Song in 2009. However, after miscommunication, Katy Perry accepted the award for her single, I Kissed a Girl, but it was later... Everything was fixed later on. It was just at the time Katy Perry was announced as a winner, which was a huge mistake. That was not true. Wow. Uh, time Magazine has named this song number two on its list of the 10 best songs of the summer of ni- of uh, 2008. Uh, what well, got first place makes me kind of sick. Uh, kid Rock's "All Summer Long," oh. which I mean, summer's in the thing or in the song title, but isn't that the song that basically just rips off "Sweet Home Alabama"? Exactly. I yep. yep. just yeah. changed the words. That's it. Pretty much because he's talented that way. All right, Big Steve. I suppose we'll keep it here. You can get us out when we need to get out. If DG is ready, we'll I'm get to some uh, ask us anything.
2: Totally ready.
1: And we're officially going. Hey, uh, yesterday. I don't know if you saw
2: this. Uh, On NASA's YouTube channel, they fired that thing up into space and ran it into an asteroid and got all this really cool footage. It looked awesome. And, like, amazing. Do you think, if there's an asteroid headed towards Earth, does NASA owe us a heads up? Or do you think they, like, should just, like, let it happen? Just let it happen? Yeah.
4: Because it's like... That's a tough one. If they give us a heads
2: up, it could turn... Really, I mean, it will. Turn I
4: mean, back. have you seen Don't Look Up? Yes, that's basically kind of great where movie. I'm thinking uh-huh. if they tell us everybody's gonna be doing that, and then you'll have everybody that's denying it, and the whole world a mass panic once weird. it gets well, here. So just let it kill us silently, man.
1: And if I hurt, well, yeah, that's the thing, like if we're all going to die, just let it happen. But I, I've heard that if there is something like from that movie, like an asteroid heading into our atmosphere, it's like gonna crash into Earth. Yes, we're all done. We we wouldn't actually have the tools to go blow that thing up. It's going to happen. There's nothing we can do about it. Which
0: essentially is why the test yesterday.
2: Yeah. They wanted to see if they could just nudge one instead of, they can't blow one up. They just want to try to nudge it
0: out of the way. And if it's like, hey, if it hits, you know, Papua New Guinea, whatever, baby. (laughs) I mean, Skylight. Oh, anyway. uh, (laughs) Someone actually put up a tweet account, Twitter account as if they were the spaceship involved <laughs> I love And those. so in the moments before it hit <laughs> this one's for the ast or for the dinosaurs Oh my <laughs> god That's
3: great oh, I that's love it when those funny. Twitter out in pop all caps it was spectacular
0: <laughs> Oh that's funny
2: Hey what food do you always say yes to no matter
1: what Wings That's an easy one wings fried chicken pizza Ooh
2: hamburger for me, baby. I'm like Sarah's like, does this sound good? Like get hamburger? Yeah.
1: Hell yeah. I'll Every day it.
2: of the week and twice on Sunday. <laughs> like lady. like this time of the
1: year it's tough to get to my girlfriend's house to hang out just because I'm crazy busy but I've, I've tried to make Wednesday that night I can go over and Pizza does like the wing Wednesday thing. Oh. Oh, Their wings are actually pretty good. Really? Good. So are they? And they're yep. like some of it, it's like half off or something. I don't know. I, I always want to do it. Like, Dang. I just, I look forward to it. I love wings. It's my second favorite food. Burritos are up there. as my first. You're the and you wing, already man. took care of that today. You're I the did. wing
2: guy, you know. Showing up with a whole bucket of wings, baby. I, I mean, like,
1: were you disappointed that we got the burrito and not the wings today? Uh, uh yes, just because of what was in the burrito. I, it, it's just not much. You know, it's some, yeah, some chicken, some. Lettuce, like, it just wasn't anything special. The wings, yes. Yeah. What, do, See, what are you signaling over there? The 30, 30 okay. seconds. 30 like, <laughs> seconds? He's just throwing some fingers around. I'm like, <laughs> I what only are you doing? I only have right one arm right now, all
4: right. I'm
0: able to tell you. Yeah. Now 20 seconds. <laughs> yeah, just count it down for us. Okay.
2: <laughs>
1: Rest that hand of yours. You need to keep it healthy. Oh, my. <laughs> all
2: right,
4: we're oh, out in oh, 10. God. How much time? Well, now 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, and so on. Bye! See you tomorrow.